I'm guessing it took about 15 or 20 minutes. Um, but once it happened, it was unbelievable. I'm gonna share it with you right now. Hey there, how are you? Dr. Dave, welcome back to Microdose U. I really appreciate you and I have an incredible story for you today. So I've talked to you in the past about um, going to a um, float spa, a sensory deprivation um, um, soak in a, in, a, um, in a body of water that you just float in complete darkness. And I went the other day and my experience there was unlike any other that I've ever had. And I want to explain this to you. I want to describe the whole thing to you right now. So, um, well, you know, a short time ago, I, I, I showed you, or I, I explained to you exactly what a sensory deprivation float tank is. Um, and I went there yesterday and um, before going, about two hours in advance, I consumed, what was it? So it was not very much, but it was, let's say, um, I took a bite of a piece of chocolate, so it was probably about 0 0.3, 0 0.4 grams of um, magic mushrooms in that piece of chocolate, roughly 0 0.3, 0 0.4. Um, and then on top of that, I had um, about, what was it? It was about um, 15, 18 milligrams of cannabis. Um, seems to me from my past experiences like a, just a, like a perfect combination. So um, went into the float spa, the float tank, and this time I did it a little bit differently. So in the past, what I've done is I've um, kept some starlight on the ceiling, which has a really cool effect. It just looks like you're in space because the stars are kind of shining down on you. And I also have listened to music in the past. But this time, and um, I give credit to somebody that's, that was listening. Um, they called me out on this a short time ago. I told them that I listened to music and I, I have stars on the ceiling. They said, well, that's not actually, that's not actually complete sensory deprivation because you're, you're using two of your senses right there, uh, hearing and vision. And so I said, you know something, you're right. Next time I go, I'm gonna t turn everything off. It's gonna be, I'm gonna float in complete darkness, complete darkness. There's not one iota of light anywhere. And I did this and um, the result was pretty darn incredible. So if I could describe this, um, I'm floating and, and I didn't, I, of course, I'm not looking at a clock. I don't have my watch on and the time is totally just meaningless when you're floating in a, in a float tank. But um, if I could just guess, I would say the first 10 minutes or so, I'm floating, it's very blissful, it's very nice, it's comfortable, but, but nothing's really happening yet, but it's, it's, it's still great. But then I think probably after about 10 or, and this is a one hour float, by the way, uh, they time it. You don't have to worry about the time. Um, when it's over, the, the light comes on and then your session is over. Um, but I would say roughly at about the 10 to 15 minute point, I started going back in time and I was reliving kind of like a lot of scenes and a lot of things from my childhood. Now, let me go back for a second because um, since I've experienced this um, uh, depression and anxiety and, and all the other things that have come along with it that kind of really mess with my life over the past several years, 
Um, I, I, I started believing that my childhood was, was not good, it was not happy. Um, a lot of things were just very weird in my childhood. I just kinda, I kinda just got by, but, but um, I felt pretty strongly about this until yesterday when I floated and I actually went back to my childhood and I noticed that, and I mainly went back to uh, uh, when I was about roughly in the 9, 10, 11, 12 year range. Um, I could vividly ex feel like where I was and, I, I, and, and that's what I was experiencing. And I will share with you that um, I was happy back then. I felt very, very happy. And I was, um, I remember being in a, and, and I, I re-experienced this again. I was in a, um, a big snowstorm um, in 1966, that would have put me at 11 years old and playing with my friends and everything about it did feel happy. So, um, and I've talked about this in the past and it's, it's very, still very hard for me to explain and I can't really put this into words, but I don't think the way that we see time as human beings, like it's linear, in other words, like Right now, I'm a certain age. Last year, I was a certain age. Go back in time. Um, I, I had a very strong feeling during this session, again, that time is, the way we see it is not really correct. It's not really what's happening, but we are really on a, um, I don't think this is the right word, but kind of bear with me, but uh, we're kind of on a continuum. And, and like, but everything is, everything's really happening and has happened already. And we're just, experiencing one part like right now where I am in I'm in Salt Lake City recording this and um, it's uh, a certain date and I feel that this is the present but at the same time I do believe now that everything is taking place together and also my 10 year old self is experiencing life as well but it's just in a different part of the timeline and I, I can't really get to that right now, at least in my mind, I can't get to that right now. But in the float spot, in the float tank, uh, when I was deprived of, of my, sense, my senses and I was floating in space and I was enhanced by a little bit of plant medicine, I actually was taken back there. And it was not just like a thought or a dream, but it was like very, very real and very, very vivid. And I was actually there and I was, I can tell you firsthand that my childhood um, up to a certain point was not bad at all. In fact, it was, it was, it was kind of fun. It was kind of normal. It was kind of good. Now, of course, there are some good and bad things that happen in our lives. And I mean, everything can't be total bliss every single second of every single day. But for the most part, I was wrong. Things in my childhood appeared to be really good. And even when I thought like around seventh or eighth grade um, and ninth grade and into high school when things really started kind of, kind of getting bad for me, um, they really weren't that bad. That's what I experienced in the, in the float tank when all my senses were deprived of me and I was just basically floating. That's what I, that's what I, um, I felt that, that my life was good. Now, now I didn't really get there. I didn't get there in this session yesterday, but um, I think my life started becoming crazier. And I'm just gonna try to get there in a future visit, but um, 
around the time I was probably um, getting into dental school and going to dental school. I think I still feel in my heart that was a time that was not really good for me because it just I was getting into something that eventually wouldn't turn out to be like a, um, a, a, a love and a passion for this. So I think it was, that was getting pretty bad then. But um, again, if I could take you back to the way I felt in this float tank, um, I was there just floating in space, basically reliving or, or, or joining, rejoining, maybe that's a better word, I'm not sure, my, my youth. And oh God, some of the visions I had just going over to my friend's house and, and watching Batman on TV, on his color TV, he was like one of the first people, the, probably the first person, his name's Mark, an old friend of mine, um, the first person I ever knew that had that had color TV, and we would go over to his house and watch Batman when it came on um, in the evening. I'm not even sure what day of the week it came on, but that was like a really big thing to watch Batman in color. But um, as I was reliving this whole thing, um, I felt really good about my life. So where did it go bad? I want to say I want to say now without going back in the float tank, which I will revisit this, but I want to say it went bad probably more in um, in dental school and then um, later on, later on in, in during my first marriage that that did not end in, in did not end well. Um, but more importantly, again, I want to share, and I've got something else I want to share that happened at the very end that you're just not. It's just to me, it's just something amazing about this story. But um, I um, was really just reliving this. And again, I felt like I was actually there, not thinking about it, not dreaming about it, but, but I was actually there, which again leads me to believe that this whole time thing that we perceive as time is just not, is just not right. There, I, don't, I don't know if, if I try to explain this to my friends, they'd probably think I'm crazy. Um, you all listening and watching this now, um, maybe you'll understand me a little bit more. Maybe you could even shed some light on this because there, there's something very, very powerful out, powerful out there that we just, as humans, we just haven't really had a firm grip on yet. And I don't know if we ever will. Um, but then I started thinking like, has my death already taken place? In other words, if my, if my theory is correct that everything has already happened, but we're just perceiving to be on a certain timeline somewhere at some point, then the answer is probably yes. I mean, everything has already taken place. I mean, everything is there. It's just that where we see ourselves or where we feel ourselves on this timeline, like right now, here I am, Salt Lake City talking to you. This is where I am right now. But there could be another part of me as a 10-year-old feeling the exact same thing right now, right now, that I'm 10 years old, there's a big snowstorm outside, I'm watching color TV on Mark's color, I'm watching Batman on Mark's color TV. I mean, this could also be happening right now, but I'm just, um, but I'm, I don't even know how to say it, but I'm talking to you here now as a, um, as an older man. I don't know, see, I can't put it into words, and, and I think like the higher, spirits whoever are in charge of us don't want us to understand more than that more than we do but i think everything has already been done it's all but choreographed it's all taken place that's what i th that's what that's the way i just feel um 
call me crazy, I don't know. But um, the session went on, and again, I, I totally lost track of time, and um, I, did, I didn't know how long I'd been there. I didn't know, I, I, did, I, did, I couldn't tell whether I'd been there 15 minutes or, or a day. I, could, I really couldn't tell, and that was a really good thing. But then ultimately, the lights came on, and the sound from the speakers as like, your session is now, it's a very beautiful female's voice, much better than mine. Your session is now over. You can, you can get out. <laughs> I don't know what she says, but then the lights come on and then, and then it's over. So after that, what, what I do, I, I, I go into this other little room that's attached to my suite and I take a shower. There's heavy salt, I think Epsom salt mainly, or heavy salt in this water that gets you to float. So you got to rinse everything off and I wash my hair and, you know, just getting cleaned up and everything's great. And then I walk out into this, um, it's like a lounge and generally there's nobody in the lounge. I, I use the lounge before and after my session to drink some tea and just for meditation and relaxation. I don't want to get out of my session and then just walk out into the cold and, and walk home. Um, and I do walk. It's, it's about a 15 minute walk from my house and I, I do walk. I don't drive because I normally use some plant medicine to float in this sensory deprivation tank. So I, I don't want to drive. I don't want to endanger myself or anybody else. So I walk and it's a pleasant walk. But before I get outside and walk, I usually sit in here for 15 to 30 minutes in this um, little lounge area and just drink my tea and, and just kind of recap. And I'll, I'll write in my little journal here, like, uh, you know, what I felt and things like that. This time when I walked into the lounge, there was a woman, and I'm guessing she probably was in her 40s, and she had this energy that it's really rare to experience in, um, in life. I mean, how can I say this? I mean, generally, because, okay, before my session, I was sitting in the lounge, and this other couple came in, and they, they had just finished their session. You know, they were, they looked like a fine couple, a fine young couple, but there was no energy there whatsoever. They came in, they got a little bit of tea, they sat there for five minutes, they didn't even look at me, um, they didn't talk to each other, they just, I just felt like very low, not negative energy, but just like no energy from them whatsoever, and I didn't try to get into a conversation. You know, when you don't feel the energy, you just don't do it. But this woman, so I walked into the lounge. She was already there. She was sitting down. It looked like she just finished a session. She was there sitting and she looked at me and she said, hello. And I don't remember her exact words, but I felt like this, this magnetic field around her, like a, in a very positive way that she was just um, exuded, like very good positive energy. And we, we started talking and it was like, it was like we knew each other forever. It is not like we just met. Her name was Kristen. And I felt something. I don't know what I felt. I didn't feel like love, like, uh, you know, um, but I felt, well, maybe I did. I don't know how to explain it, but we talked for about 10 to 15 minutes. Again, it was like we were, it was like we were old friends. It was like we had a connection. Then ultimately she um, said, I've got to go. And she left. And, and, and I never would do anything like this, but we just looked at each other and we, like, like we, we, we hugged, we embraced. We said, is it okay if I hug you? And she said, yes. And um, there was nothing, nothing sexual about this. I mean, it, just, it, was, it was a connection that 
I felt was very strong. I don't know if this came from my past. I don't know if this had anything to do with my float session. I, 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 I don't know. I'm still trying to figure this out. But I, I felt like I would, this would not be the last time I saw her. And then I sat there for about, I don't know, five or ten minutes longer drinking my tea. And then I finally left. And that was, that was the session. And it was so powerful. So, so powerful. I just, I, I am truly looking forward to doing this again. Now, I will say this, that I was supposed to actually do a float with my wife. We were supposed to float together in the same, the same tank. And um, last minute, kind of, she woke up with a, um, she didn't feel 100%. She had like a little bit of a sore throat or something. She said she didn't really want to float. So had she been with me, would this session have been totally different? I don't know the answer. I'm just throwing things out there. I'm thinking, I just can't stop thinking about this, but I don't know. Would that woman have been in the room if my wife and I came out and sat down to drink tea? I, I, I don't know. But it's, it's like something really cool to think about and ponder, and mainly a time. This thing about time and this thing about everything's taking place. Like, could I go back to my 30-year-old self right now? I think I could. Would I want to? No, not really. But it's there. It's there for me to go to if I want to. So that's what I wanted to share today. I'm sorry if it's a little bit discombobulated. I just, um, I know it's all over the place, but I just had these thoughts from my session that I just wanted to get out there. And um, if any of you, if any of you have a, um, uh, uh, comments I, I, or, or theories or, or, or thoughts about this, I, I really want to hear from you about this because this is not over. I'm going back. I'm going to be learning more about my past and, and going back into my past. It, this is like, the besides having a time machine sitting right in my room right here, this is like the best thing I could possibly have. It, it really is something that I found that's, that's very special. Anyway, that's it for today. Thank you for being with me. Um, your, your greatest gift to me could be, would not could be, but would be or is, your greatest gift to me is a just go onto the, um, your platform here, wherever you're, wherever you're listening or watching, and, um, and give me a review, please. Um, make sure you subscribe. It just, it just helps the channel, and it helps me get my word out to more people. So that would be my only request from you. You don't have to send me anything else. I mean, if you want to send me gifts, no, I'm just kidding. You don't have to send, don't send me it. Just, just a review, a rating and review is, like, is the absolute most powerful thing you can do, and I will feel your energy. I promise you from there. Talk to you next time. Dr. Dave, Microdose U.